podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Fire for them, fire for them. If you're looking for that 35 bag umbrella and all damn thing there, keep it locked with this Unomics podcast. 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 Beautiful people, welcome back to another episode of the Disney Podcast. Yes, my voice is very messed up. I'm not feeling too great this week. But as somebody once famously said, the show must go on. Most important announcement is now a week to the live show. I'll be better by then. That is Disney's live show. Gonna be held at a soul box. Sorry people, <clears throat> on Sunday the 12th of December from 7 pm to 12 am. Probably finish a bit earlier than that. Sorry, there was a typo on the reel. I only just clocked this when somebody asked me, looking like an early thing. So, yeah, we're going to be having a good time talking politics. We'll probably talk COVID as well. We'll talk vaccines. We'll do everything. Let's talk of the politicians selling drugs. We're going to get into everything. So, make sure you come. There's going to be food, there's going to be music, food provided by Sun Up Bay. There's going to be drinks. Provided by Soulbox, they've got a great cocktail, so make sure you grab your tickets. The link will be in the description of this podcast, as well as on my link trees on Twitter and Instagram. Or you can just search Shubs and Disunomics, so it'll be on Shubs.com. So make sure you grab your tickets for that, and don't forget. And yeah, let's get into this week's podcast. Um, I'm sure you've seen the news, and yeah, this week, is my December trip going to be cancelled? Hi guys, I'm XM and listen to the Dysonomics podcast because it's late. Yo, people, what's going on? Yes, the Omnicom variant is spreading across the news. There's a bit of concern, a bit of panic among some people, and some people don't think it's that deep. I saw a video earlier today, I believe it was in Luxembourg, where uh, I think it was like a food market was closed to people who weren't vaccinated, and people just bust through, they don't give a heck. So I kind of think that we might see more of this across the world if countries start to implement almost draconian-like rules segregating those who are fully vaccinated and those who are not fully vaccinated. And why I believe this is because you can't have spent the last, the whole of 2021 marketing vaccines as some form of game changer, which I believe they are in terms of stopping people getting sick and going to the hospital. And speaking about how they're gonna, how they are the key to helping us live normal lives, and really, really pushing for people to take them. Only for the first sign of a new variant, and there isn't much discrepancy between the rules for the fully vaccinated and the rules for those who aren't vaccinated, especially as with regards to travel, which is the theme of today's topic podcast. <coughs> So let's start off with what a lot of you people care about. Will I be able to fly to Ghana, Nigeria this December? Yes. The majority of my listeners are black, British, a lot of West African descent. And we've got Caribbean, we've got all types of people. But all that I know, all types of people want to go to Nigeria and Ghana this December. Let's start off with my home country, Nigeria. Unfortunately, people, Health Secretary Sajid Javid announced on Saturday, the 4th of December, that 
Nigeria will be placed on the red list as of 4 a.m. on Tuesday, the 7th of December. This means that only British British citizens and residents can travel into the UK if they've been in Nigeria from within the last 10 days. These rules don't apply if you're just transiting through Nigeria. Now, the reason why this obviously sucks is because many people I know have planned holidays to Nigeria and it was literally coming up within two, three weeks. So, so close yet so far. So, what does this mean? Well, if you want to still go to Nigeria and if you still intend on doing so, I'm not sure how easy it will be to go to Nigeria at the at border force when you get to the airport. But on your way back, if you are flying directly from Nigeria, you will be taken to a quarantine hotel where it costs you, I believe, in excess of 1.7 thousand pounds to be there for 10 days. Now, by all accounts, these hotels are not the best experience. Um, I'm reading accounts of people saying you're only allowed out for like 20 minutes or here and there. The food is terrible. It's, people are really, really liking it, liking it to be in prison. And I believe the government pay for it, pay for it for you and you have to pay them back over 13 installments. So the government's collecting a young Bessie in your head top. It's kind of crazy. Bessie, for those who don't know, is debt in Yoruba. Yeah? So now when you... And it's not the same as Bessie. When you hear burn up or in that say, Bessie means lift up your feet. Yeah? It's different. So yeah, so... Will I be able to still go to Nigeria? If... Well, it depends on what you're doing. Now, if you're flying private, if you're looking to fly private you might be able to get away with it. I know some people were able to dodge the no travel thing during lockdown by flying private. I know some people have managed to dodge um, the red list crossing hotel by flying private, but I'm not sure if they've kind of addressed that as of now, December 2021. If you're one of the people that's going to Nigeria first, then going to Ghana, then it depends on two things. Firstly, if Ghana will not be in the red list as of when you're coming back, and currently it's not, thank God, because I'm going there, and many people I know are going there. And two, how long you're in Ghana for. If you're in Ghana for 10 days, then you can come back into the UK and not have to enter a quarantine hotel. Because the red list rule states, if you have been in a red list country within the last 10 days, you're gonna to have to hold a young quarantine hotel. You know what I'm saying? So those that's the update as 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 it pertains to Nigeria. I'm very, very sorry, people. Now, a lot of people have asked, why is it Nigeria and South Africa and all these African countries down the red list? And why none of these West Western countries on the red list who also have some in some cases, more cases of the Omicron variant readily available. Now, this is what the government said. So, according to Satish Javid, the reason that Nigeria was added to the red list is because there's clear links to travel. This no, the reason why the UK is on the UK has placed Nigeria on the red list for South Africa, etc., is because the vast majority of cases in the UK. So, we're talking about Omicron races, and there's been a 50% increase in Omicron races as of today. So, it's rising quite dramatically. 
the vast majority of cases in the UK have clear links to overseas travel from South Africa and from Nigeria. So in the past week alone, 21 Omnicon cases reported in England originated from Nigeria. So from that rationale, I understand. But for the reason I understand that opposed the rationale is, okay, but you haven't closed the borders effectively to Netherlands and all other countries, and they have more cases. And it is easier to travel from these countries into Nigeria than to UK because you don't need a visa. So why are you shutting your borders to these other countries? Now, let's go on to Ghana. Uh, Ghana um, have made vaccines mandatory for targeted groups, including all public sector and health workers from January 22nd, according to the Health Service Director General. Currently, only 1.4 million of the 30 million population of Ghanaians are currently vaccinated. So this is a big, big um, vaccination drive. I know they received about 12 million doses of AstraZeneca earlier in the week. So they're really trying to get their people protected from the, from the new variant as much as possible. Ghana have also decreed that nightclubs, beaches, sports stadiums and restaurants you need to be vaccinated before you can enter these venues. Proof of vaccination will be required. Now, I know people are going to be worried about this for those who still have high hopes of going to Ghana. I personally cannot confirm how badly this will be enforced because there's been similar, there's been strict um, rules enforced in Nigeria and my friends who've been in Nigeria have been partying every night. So I'm not sure how easy this will be enforced for those who are not vaccinated so it's just so take it and your own take it as you will it's up to you risk it if you want ghana has also been dealing with a yellow fever outbreak with over 40 people dying as of 26 november 2021 so for those who don't know you actually need a yellow fever vaccination to enter ghana i got mine in 2019. yellow fever is not the same as coronavirus yeah it may not be as contagious but it is significantly more deadly. It has a mortality rate of 60%. I just told you 40 people have died already. So don't play. If you're going to Ghana, make sure you get your vaccination for yellow fever. Go get that sorted. And if you're one of the people who are kind of considering getting the actual vaccination for COVID, then maybe this might be a little incentive for you to do so for your Ghana trip. But again, it is up to you it is your discretion now um some more travel news us so if you look at the usa so even me and my friends were talking at our gangmas aka fredmas the other day that what happens if ghana gets put on a red list currently it's on a red list they can't because there's no real links in cases coming from ghana into the united kingdom um so fingers crossed that but we were looking at USA as a backup. Well, USA have announced their own more stringent COVID-19 international travel rules. President Joe Biden has confirmed that US has a handful of cases of the Omicron variant from coast to coast. Um, so this week, from this week coming, international travelers into the USA must have a COVID test completed and showing negative no more than a day before traveling regardless if you're vaccinated you've got booster jab you've got one vaccination no vaccination everybody must complete a fucking p 
PCR test a day before you fly out. So, um, that's the rule. So, and I want to expand on why they're trying to do this. Musk, they've also said masks on planes, trains, and buses will be mandatory up until March due to this new development. So even USA are tightening their laws. Now, new analysis in the UK, in the UK Health and Security Agency implies that the window between infection and infectiousness may be shorter with the Omicron variant. So the gap between, yo, I got touched with a young COVID and yo, I can now give people COVID, according to new analysis, seems shorter with the Omicron variant which in turn increases the efficacy of pre-departure testing. So this means you're more likely to identify positive cases before you travel. Because you know, sometimes you you catch the virus and then you don't, you're not, you're not infectious yet, you don't have it, it doesn't show, it's just kind of marinated, it's laying dormant, catching a young nap in your body. Now if this is the case, then the fact that people are being made to do pre-departure tests before they travel makes it more likely for you to catch people who are carrying the vaccine, I mean, the virus, sorry. So yeah, so that's the latest regarding the travel rules and the latest Omicron variant. I hope I answered some of the questions that I've seen people posing online. My people who want to go to Nigeria, I am deadly sorry. I hope things can change. And yeah, fingers crossed, I know other nations get added to the red list and we come out of this in a better state. And yeah, until next week, see you at the live show, people. Peace and blessings. Bow. Sports Social Podcast Network.